Bangers and mash, paprika bangers and mash. Skits and chat, paprika bangers and mash. Bangers and mash, paprika bangers and mash. Welcome to bangers and mash. The chat is a mash, and the sketches are the bangers. If the sketches are the coast, then the chat is the hangers. If the chat is our pants, then the sketches are our wangers. Welcome to bangers and mash. Greetings, dear listener. I'm Carl. I'm Ben. I'm Matthew. You're Carl. April Fools, everyone! Oh, oh my goodness! Absolutely tricked us. Got you. I got you, dear listener. You were supposed to be on board, Ben. You were supposed to say we planned this. You were supposed to say Tony. We didn't plan that. Um, Carl anyway, and Tony. Hey, Carl <laughs> and Tony. April Fools. <laughs> you were going to be um, old Barry McGuigan, <laughs> the, bo- <laughs> the boxer, the boxer, the featherweight boxer. But it all went awry, dear listener, and you found us out. We were trying our April Fool's trick. My April Fool's trick is to impersonate Barry McGuigan and just put myself into fights and see how I, see how I fare. <laughs> it's a good trick. It's a hell of a trick. It's a good trick. My trick is to cut off my own nose to spite my face. I think you've got slightly confused as to what April Fool's is. <laughs> well. It's not an acting an idiom. Well, I tell you what, dear listener, it can be a dangerous day. So, hold yourself up in a onto room. Onto your haunches. Onto your haunches. And stay inside. Yes, stay inside and listen to PBAM 15. 15. We're in the mid-teens, which means we're starting to go and see films with mild swear words in. Absolutely. (laughs) We're starting to grow hair in all kinds of unusual places. And we need to ask questions to our friends. (laughs) <laughs> That's what you do when you turn 15 you, Anyway You never asked a question up until the age of 15, had you? No, no, and then believe well, he, me He never had any friends up until the age of 15 <laughs> Then the floodgates opened So, dear listener The format we, we had a lovely chat We went away, we wrote some sketches about that chat And we dropped them in like sausages Or as we all know them now, dear listeners Bangers, bangers. Back so, into mash Enjoy the episode, have a cracking time Play a prank, don't cough your nose don't do that. And this episode starts with Tom talking about an old book. Keep it to yourselves, dear listener. Um, I've just started reading a book that I've had in my room for like five years. Started last night. And it occurred to me just as I started. Were you reading it very late at night? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. It was um, a library book from 2007 that I've not returned. Wolverhampton I- Library or... A London-based library, yeah. Don't don't name the library, because... Well, that's it now. I'm scared. So, a London-based library. Borrowed it from 2007 in my lunch break, and I've never taken it back. Uh So now I've got this moral dilemma of, what do you do? You take it back. Do I? Yeah. What if they don't let me leave? What do you mean if they don't (laughs) let you leave? What if they close the doors? There's a a maximum amount. I don't want to pay that maximum fine. What is it, like 500 quid? No. It's been like, what, seven years? It's going to be like five quid. No, it's not seven years since 2007. <laughs> Isn't it? No. 2007, 2008, 2009, 2010, five. 2011, 2012? It's five. Yeah, that's... How many fingers do you think you've got? Did I say five years? <laughs> it says seven, seven years. years. Oh, right, OK. You counted on your... And you think you went, yeah, look, there, there, look, seven. <laughs> what the number of fingers I've got? <laughs> um, what, was five it... years... Was it a very early maths book? The book's worth six quid, yeah. <laughs> so it's going to at, seven. At most, it'll be the price of the book. Really? Yeah. They'll, ne- they'll never charge over that. That's, that's, that's no, a guarantee. That you sure? cannot be true. I've I paid, so. I've paid like My a mum's a librarian. I've paid like a £300 library fine for it. Diff- it's different rules that in London was, libraries. That, that, was, uh, that was a uni, wasn't it? Yeah. But still, the book wasn't worth 300 quid. <laughs> you paid 300 quid in libraries? It wasn't the doomsday book, Wait, yeah. What is you- 
This Wait, is first but you paid three hundred quid in library fines. Where? Yeah, when? at the university. They How? said I couldn't graduate unless I didn't pay. Unless you didn't pay. Yeah. Oh, unless I paid. Oh, unless you did pay, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> if I didn't pay, I couldn't graduate. That's a that's did a shocker, you, though. Did you just buy your certificate? <laughs> yeah, I went. Down you can't graduate it. unless you pay for this certificate. Well, for five hundred quid. <laughs> so let, let me know where that I'm was. By the way. <laughs> How long did you have this book out for? Like only like two weeks. It was like one of those short loan things. Libraries are motherfuckers. Get your mum on the line. Let's have a word. <laughs> well, hang on a sec. Don't, don't say Ben's mother and motherfucker in the same sentence. Oh, yeah, that's true. I didn't mean that. That's a bit unfair. But, it's I mean, I'm, 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 I'm really I'm concerned. Ripe. Like, what I was thinking was doing, like, uh, popping it in a brown envelope and, like, leaving it somewhere and sending them a message, like, if, if you go here, you'll find this book. Yeah, but no, it's going to be... You could just post it to them. Tom, it's going to be taken out in your name, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Might feel more exciting though to do like. No, they won't. Go to the bus stop. Do you know what I mean? Like, a... is that exciting? <laughs> go to the bus stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the bus stop, tent. help me. I've like... fallen over at the bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> go to the bus stop and pick me up. <laughs> I'm weighed down by all these library books. That's less Hollywood than I imagined. <laughs> your movie, Go to the Bus Stop, was it? That's how you're going to make your big break in Hollywood. He was just a man who fell over at the bus stop. Oh, I've fallen over. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I've got a book on my throat. Come to the bus stop. Who is that? Starring James Earl Jones. No, that's not. <laughs> James Earl Jones isn't like, oh, use the force, Luke. Oh, Simba. <laughs> <laughs> we got that guy's got an incredible voice. We're really going to use really that more films. But it's it, it's uh, one of those things where now it's got so like you know when you have like a thing and you think, is it best left? I got a thing. You know what I mean? I got a thing, and it's best left. But it I don't leave it. <laughs> you don't leave it alone. Come to the bus stop. I got a thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to deal with it. Um, it's for me. It's like going to the dentist. It's like when you know you've got a bit of a problem, but you choose. Rather than face it, yeah, yeah, let it get a bit. Like, no, no, I know what you mean. But the, the, you run away from your problems rather the than thing, face them. The thing with the light, right? So the but the thing with the uh, with the dentist, right? Like I've I've got a cracked tooth. I'm going tomorrow to go and get it sorted out. Yeah, like I know inevitably at some point I'm going to be in tremendous pain if I don't get it sorted out. However, with the library book, what they're going to do? They're not going to kick your doors down, are they? They're not going to sh- send in the library library SAS squad. So I feel like we're giving out a bad message by saying this, though. You know, if if. If you've got library books at home, do take them. Yes. Take Is this because your mum's a librarian? Yeah. Maybe your mum works for the library SAS squad. Like, M- maybe, no. Do, do you ever say, like, <laughs> what do you do at work today? And she's like, oh, well, not much. And, like, and underneath then the table, she's taking off her leather gloves. <laughs> <laughs> what, you know, like the SAS do. Can I, can I ask, what does <laughs> SAS... What is SAS? Not the SS. <laughs> what is the... And slapping you around the face with them. <laughs> Okay, Library SAS, line up. Jones. Shh. Wilson. Shh. Maguire. Shh. Shara. Shh. Sorry, sorry. Okay, Library SAS, march. What does the SAS stand for? Can Save they... our souls. 
Spell A R A. A R A. Yeah. Save ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different. That's a different. That's a clinic uh, at the hospital, and I've been too many times. Well, I, I'll say that's the that's the thing. You left it too long. You thought I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go to the clinic. I'm not going to oh. sort it out, and then it becomes a problem. Because yeah. you you ha- have had that happen to you, haven't you? Where things have. You've left it and they've flared up. I think that's always medically. the way, isn't it? It works with anything, with bad teeth, with uh, feet, with arseholes. <laughs> All right, let's get, back the to, main let's get back to what SAS stands for, because... That's like, it's like an explicit ver- version of head, shoulders, knees and toes. <laughs> SAS. S-A-S. Te- bad teeth. Bad teeth. Feet, feet and arseholes. Arseholes. No, we're not seeing that. Um, and gammy eye and... Gammy ear and gammy mouth and gammy nose. Uh, you know what? I want it to be quicker then. Yeah, I think so. One descriptive word went for all of them. You could have gammy. Just, you could have just said bad That's a word head. you never want to hear. You've got a bad head, haven't you? <laughs> you never want to hear that word in the doctor. The doctor, doesn't use, like... the doctor doesn't say you've got a gammy eye. I bet you used to. I bet in the day. I bet like a 1930s oh, doctor no. was like, sorry, old chap, you've got a gammy knee. <laughs> Off you go. Gammy. Sorry, old chap. Everyone had a gammy knee back in the 30s. Yeah. That was like the doctor's I'm uh, falling over because of my gammy knee. Oh, I'm battling the Somme. I've got a gammy eye. Everyone had like, what's wrong? Gammy eye. Gammy leg. Sorry, can't help. Gammy arm. <laughs> Can you? Uh, terrible this morning. I was uh, on the way to the club, and uh, <laughs> the morning club. <laughs> yes, on the way to the, well, the gentlemen's club. Opens, oh, at oh, half, yeah. opens at half twelve. Uh, I can. Oh, you can't join the club. <laughs> You're the dirty old man. What uh, voice is that? Please let me join the club. You stay in the bus stop. Anyway, uh, on the way no. to the club, I saw this dashing shopkeeper, lovely girl. Carrying a large dashing. Box. <laughs> yes, carrying a large box of meat into her shop. I said, "Sorry, I can't help." Gammy arm. <laughs> what you really painted a picture? There. You really have. <laughs> Let me tell Very you. bizarre. Oh, there was a picture. dashing woman, and I looked at her meat box and <laughs> gave me a gammy arm. I was pounding away so fast. Told a terrible story this morning. Didn't have an end. <laughs> Just ended with me saying gammy arm. Anyway, now I'm I, telling you. When I hear gammy, uh, please help me. When I hear gammy, I always think of a slight element of moisture. Yeah. Like gammy eye, I think is like conjunctivitis, isn't it? There's an element of kind like of a gammy legs, like trench foot. No, is it? No. If you you can have a gammy leg and it's just like you've got a bad knee. Oh, I don't know. Like gammy, gammy's like your legs full of I'm water. sorry, old boy. We're gonna have to take that off. Gammy. It's gone gammy. Yeah, it's a gammy. Uh, yeah, like you gangrenous. Can have, you can have a gammy. Yeah. You can have a gammy arm. Sorry, Thank old you. boy, the, the arm's coming off too, I'm afraid. <laughs> you shouldn't have touched your leg so much. We're going to have to amputate his arm, leg and eye. <laughs> his, we're going to have to amputate his teeth, his feet and his arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were right, don't go to the doctors. Not a 30s doctor. Don't go to a 30s doctor. What, for a bloke in the... Because th- you're in your 30s now. Oh, yeah. Don't go to the bloke. <laughs> That's the thing, once you, uh, once you go to the doctor... Once you get to turn 30, it's doctors every week for me. Well, that's I don't want to go to the doctors. I don't want to go to the dentists. Um, I don't want to go to the... I don't, I don't, I don't enjoy the, the, the you doctors. You don't trust... Ben doesn't, I don't trust you, ben doesn't trust doctors. No, I'm not. I'm not I, 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 think, I, think, I think the GP, they're, they're, um, they're a bunch of dickheads. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> my mum's a GP. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. She's not. My, my, my she's friend... A, she's a gammy person. Oh, <laughs> you got served. Pa- 
I knew there was. I, I knew a bit of there was something going on. Physical comedy. Dear listener, for those who don't know what just happened, I defended my mom's honour. All right. <laughs> and if if you've got a problem with that, then I'll then come down here and I'll slap you as well. Oh, all right, Tom. Okay, easy. Yeah. Back away. Oh, you were supposed to react like that was a proper slap. I thought you were just clapping. <laughs> I thought you were starting a round of applause. <laughs> a bit of radio theatre. Okay, go Okay, on. you ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so do it again, right? Yeah, Crosby, do you want some? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, oh. and Clarky, Clarky, get some of this. Well, you actually, oh, no. did, <laughs> you actually did slap me first. Producer, <laughs> producer Colin, take that. Ow. There we go. Oh, good work. That wasn't bad at all. Dear listener, you've just witnessed a happening. <laughs> well, you've just you, happened upon you've heard a witness. A, you've heard a happening. Um... So my friend, my friend Richard is uh, a GP, Old Dickie. and he says, Dick, uh, "Yeah, uh, Doctor Dicky," and he says, "He like being called Doctor Dicky." I've never called him Doctor Dicky. Uh, I will do next time I see him. Absolutely. Um, and he says that is like, he a proper doctor? Yeah, he is a proper doctor. He's not like Dre, like Doctor Dre. Yeah, <laughs> I, he is actually a proper doctor. Can Dre? No, so but Dre, I don't no, like no, to no, the doctors. Dre got his PhD in English literature, not even oh, medical right, doctor. Okay. Yeah. Um, but he bought it off the internet because he had he had massive library fines. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, everyone! Ah. Come on, dear listener. All right. Sorry, Ben. I'll stop. I think, I'll stop I think, I you think we might need to swap swap places because <laughs> every time you say something that's I was going to say good, it's not even good. Every time you say anything, oh, come on, it's you, not bad. You, you, you attack Ben. That's bad. In a good way, though. No. What do you mean in a good way? You slapped so him around the face. You've, you've and grabbed a his nipple. Tweak. And actually, this is not the first time during a P-Bam you've twisted his nipple. No. That's a not, it's a friendly gesture, though, isn't it? No. Tweaking someone's we're nipple. Like, um, we're like um, old, you know, uh, Clouseau and K2. Boo, boo, boo. They were friends, weren't they? You fought. No, but the idea was that wasn't, wasn't Kato trying to... Kato. That's right. K2 is the mountain. Absolutely. Um, uh, wasn't Kato? Wasn't he trying? Is there a K one? Is K two like the second mountain? Well, there's a K nine. Doctor Who's dog. Is that a whole series of mountains? The Ks. Uh, there, there are a whole series of mountains. Then finally a dog. The K- Eight K- mountains K- and a dog. Eight mountains and a dog. It does sound like a Sunday night BBC One <laughs> TV <laughs> show. Isn't like it? it? It'd be like Martin Clunes walks the 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 Alpine Martin Clunes is Doctor Dicky. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Clunes in Eight Mountains and a Dog. And it'd be like him and his dog, Neil, that he named after Neil, Neil Morrissey. <laughs> you know Neil Morrissey's not dead. <laughs> no, you, you can name something after something without it being dead. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's opened up a, a whole new range of possibilities for me. <laughs> Hops in his car, Whitney Houston, and drives away. Whitney Houston is dead. Yeah, well, yeah, because that's what that was. Oh, he did, yeah. Clarky only names his... Uh... Oh, I thought he hops in his car and names it Whitney Houston and drives off. <laughs> <laughs> I named this car Houston. It's very expensive travel for me because I always have to have a bottle of champagne at the start to smash over the hood of my car. Every time you drive in your car, you name it. I yeah. don't think a bottle of champagne... I think a bottle of champagne... Like, like the hull of a ship, fine. A car... It's going to fuck the car up, isn't it? Yeah, a child, the champagne's going to win. cause real problems. <laughs> that's... <laughs> Yeah, that's a bad christening. I christened you. <laughs> I christened this child shampoo. unconscious. So basically, Dr. Dickey. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah go. go on. The real um, doctor. 
Right. He says that um, he says that yes, you, you you are right. There are lots of pe- there are lots of GPs who do who don't know what they're talking about. They can't do anything else. They just they're just GPs. They'll often what was the phrase used? Like a make like a blind diagnosis where they'll see something. You're blind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Two gammy eyes. <laughs> <Not a> doctor. <laughs> And he said the, the, other, the other thing as well is... Bingo calling for doctors. He said the frustrating thing is that everybody who comes in, and I think you might be a bit like this, everyone who comes in sort of has in their head what they think it probably is. Yeah. Like, but when, so when the doctor says, it's not that, it's actually this, they go, yeah, all right, doctor. All right, I know you're a medical... You know, you've, you've been to medical school, you've trained, but I'm pretty sure... Like, he gave the example of a bloke came in with a, with a bad shoulder, right? Mm. Bloke came in with a bad shoulder. and said he, could, like, he couldn't get his... He felt like his shoulder was a little bit off, couldn't really, you know. And he says, oh, what's happened is you trapped a nerve. And the guy's like, I don't think it is that. I don't think it is that. I was on the bus the other day, and I sat under the, the you know, the bit on the, the air conditioning on the bus, sat under the air conditioning. I think I've got rising damp in my shoulder. And he's going, you can't have rising damp in your shoulder. That's why I'm dead walls, houses. It's not, it's not a human condition you can have. And he's like, no, I'm pretty sure it's rising. I've got rising damp. And he's like, no, you've trapped a nerve. We can sort this out. You can have a massage. Sort of, he's like, no, no, I, I, and just and just walked out. It's like, wow, no. wow, eh? Hello, I'm here to see the doctor. Okay, sir. If you'd like to take your bingo card and take a seat, we'll start calling soon. Sorry, bingo card. Oh, are you not familiar with our new bingo system? No. Well, we'll call out a number. Each number represents an ailment. If you have it, tick it off on your card. The first person to fill in their card calls bingo and then gets to see the doctor. What? Uh, You'll get the hang of it. It's really rather fun. Take a seat. We're about to start calling. Eyes down. Cold sore, 44. Trouble with your spleen, 19. Itchy bum, 31. Constantly need a poo, 22. Two gammy eyes, it's 55. Troublesome prostate, 78. Two fat ladies, please take your seats. We're trying to play bingo here. Oh, how very rude. I know, I have low self-esteem as it is. Sprained knee, 33. Barely alive. It's the number five. Oh, bingo! Oh, well done, sir. You can now go through to the doctor. Sir? Oh, dear, I think we need an ambulance for this one. Uh, excuse me? Enjoying the bingo, sir? No, I am not. I've been here for ages and I've not ticked off one number. Well, what do you have? A chesty cough. Oh, dear. I'm afraid you could be here for some time. Oh, why? Do you think it's serious? No, it just doesn't rhyme with a number. Oh. Here's more packers and mash. I bet you I could get through a day as a GP. I guarantee just, you couldn't. Well, no, it's from the same things. It's a bit like being like a TV uh, psychic. You just kind of let them do the work. No, no, no it isn't. I'm no. getting you've got a bad shoulder. Yes, yes. Oh, you could... Where were you? You've been on the bus? Yeah, and you sat under the... Yes, you've got rising damp. That's not getting through a day of it. Sign it. Everyone go away happy. Everyone arrives, they think they know what's wrong with them. You tell them they were right, and off they go. They're happy. But how do you diagnose that? Doctor. How would you diagnose my rising damp? What would you um, give me? I yeah, yeah. How would you treat it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get a plaster in. Yeah. And uh, you're gonna have to replaster your shoulder. Thanks, doctor. Boom. Have a nice day. Thank you. Um. See. So last time I went in a cast. Exactly. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Last time I went to the doctor, I had like I had like a chesty cough. I would put that their I shoulder in the cast of the movie. Valentine's Eight mountains Day. and a dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's a TV, TV series. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I think it's party. got movie potential. 
I had a, I had a chesty cough that I just couldn't get rid of. Well, I've had it for months. Dear listeners, I've been listening to it for like know, seven yeah, episodes. It's, it's really been there. Um, but this is this is a little while back. No, it's cost us vital stars. <laughs> I enjoyed it, but then Clarky flemmed in my ear. Oh. <laughs> now that was your, Sorry, that was your iTunes review. Oh, yeah, you wrote yeah. that yourself. <laughs> one star. It's because you, you were sitting with Clarky listening to a back episode. <laughs> to be fair, you slapped me for my uh, for my trouble. And I'll do it again. <laughs> Yay! I'm into this. I like this. This has added a whole new element to it. It might not be a good Sketches, element. Sketches, chat, action. <gasps> Sound effects. Oh! That was me hitting myself in the face. Thank goodness. So you had a, you had a, a cough. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> Go on, chesty cough. I had a chesty cough, and the when I spoke to the... Cough? Oh, for fuck's sake. Come on. <laughs> Come on. The worst kind of cough? I, I put it but... in the cast of the movie Valentine's <laughs> Day. I'm oh, sorry, Clarky, were you talking there? Because it seemed like I had a real, a, a real belter of a joke to stop you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was not bad. Yeah, it was. It was awful. <laughs> um, I put it in the band. Cast. Ow, that was <laughs> Twisted his nip, dear listener. Oh, um, look, so, this is bullying, by the way. It's not. It's not. It's camaraderie. It's not oh. camaraderie. Shouldn't camaraderie be a reciprocal thing? Yeah. Ow! No, you hit yourself <laughs> in the face there. That's not reciprocal. Oh, right, OK. Uh, unless the, I enjoyed wait, it. Wait, hang though. on a second. Do you mean when you say it's camaraderie? Do you mean camaraderie with yourself? Because you're having a great time. <laughs> I'm having a ball. Dear listener and I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm co-opting dear listener into it, so they're responsible as well. No, you're not. Don't worry, dear listener, you're fine. Um, Clarky was just about to finish his story, but then Tom grabbed his nip again. Well, no, I was just going to throw it in there. Chesty cough, is that the worst kind of cough? It's my least favourite, yeah. Is it dry cough, chesty cough? Don't like dry cough. cough. These are all great Russian writers. <laughs> Ujinikabalikov. Oh, God! That's an old one, isn't it? Yeah, that's the classic. Ujinikabalikov. Yeah. Oh, what you've got to rush around with three balls. Ujinikabalikov. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He was a real person? He wasn't. Oh. <laughs> well, that's my biopic wasted. <laughs> three years I've been working on that. With Gary Marshall, the director Ujiniki of Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> In the winter of 1942. Oh man, it's bloody freezing. At the Battle of Stalingrad. I'll go wrong, the Nazis are coming. One lone Russian decided to take a stand. Hitler, I'm coming for you. James Earl Jones is Hujanika Bolokov. Hujanika, where are you going? I'm going to find Hitler. And I'm going to take something from him. Something he'll never forget. And then... I'm going to put it in the Albert Hall. A tale of bravery. It's time for a Bolokov cocktail. <laughs> a tale of romance. Oh, Hujanika, that was incredible. Well, let's just say I'm once, twice, three times a man. A tale of fate. All my life, people have been asking me the same question. Now I finally know the answer. Hujanika Bolokov. Discover the reason why Hitler only had one ball. 
Go on, Clarky, this chesty cough. Oh, it really doesn't matter. No, no, it, it does. It does. Now, really, now we now care about your problems. Everyone at home's on tenterhooks. <laughs> Go on. Well, chesty cough. The worst kind of coughs. Oh, no, no, I'll tell you what's the worst kind of cough. I've just thought of it. Um, either black lung, like in brassed off. Yeah. That's Or um, coughing up blood. Yeah. That's worse. Bo- both happen with black lung. Count yourself lucky then, there Clarky. I thought black lung... What, what's he coughing up? He's like, he got, up he like kind of tar, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, I, I thought he had blood as well. Oh, yeah, combo. The doctor said, stop eating tar. <laughs> stop eating tar. <laughs> Ta-ta. I will do. Cheerio, love. Bye. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Ta-ta. I just can't give up this tar. Johnny Briggs. Oh, yeah. You're listening to a new love on Bangers and Man. <laughs> so anyway, Clarky had a chesty cough, dear listener. You'll remember he had I a chesty, had a chesty cough. cough. I went to that was like that bit in the Goon Show, wasn't it? When they just break to hear um, the bloke play the harmonica for four and a half minutes. Absolutely right. We're just like the Goon Show. Just like the Goon Show in that respect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Clarky had this chesty cough. I had this chesty cough, and I went to the doctor. This is going to go. I'm sure this is going to go somewhere. Brilliant. I think this is going to be a cracker. <laughs> I know. I really hope so. And in fact, she said, "Are you going to? Should we save this? I mean, like, should we save this? Do we want to close on this? Should this have its own episode? Well, well it kind of is. It cough. kind of is, isn't it? This we is have talked about of, it for quite a long time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's been anyway. the running theme. It has. Was that at least the last it? five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't the running theme? My chariot's on fire, and so are my legs. Okay, you had a chesty cough, Clarky. I had a chesty cough. You keep banging on about. Well, it it kept banging on my chest. This cough. Is that what you said to the doctor? <laughs> not not who's there, doctor, loads. doctor. Go on. Well, I went to the doctor and she said, well, the thing is with medicine, everyone thinks it's like a science, but it's not. It's like an art form. Ooh. And I said, okay. Like a hippie doctor. And she went, well, like, what, what, should yeah. I could give you antibiotics? Yeah. And she I was said, like, yes, okay. That'd be brilliant. Did you say, pop but, on the couch, don't move, I'm going to paint you. <laughs> I'm going to paint you well. Do you think that can happen? Paint yourself well? <laughs> Depends what you paint yourself with. If you paint yourself with, like, cowpole. Vicks Vapo rub. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so she said, she said, do you want antibiotics? That's not you a, said hang yes. Hang on, that's not a bad idea. When you're ill, you could get a bit of food dye. Yeah. Get, like, seven jars of Vicks Vapo rub. Dye all different colours. Now you don't want to cover your entire body in Vicks Vaporub. A small amount on your chest, a little bit of Albasol on the pillow. Don't go berserk. But you could, couldn't you? Do you, do you cover your entire body? So, well, you know, if, you've got, if you need to shirk a cold. No, but, Tom... It... <laughs> Wait, you, eight it's, tubs. You, you, you put it, it in the area Eight tubs that's... is more than you've got fingers, mate. Yeah, I know, but what you, what you do is... <laughs> right? It's not Neapolitan ice cream. What you do is you dye, you dye all your Vicks... Right, you dye all your Vicks, have it like a palette. You know all your Vicks, you've yeah. got all your Vicks. And then you uh, your can palette do, of you Vicks. Can do like body painting. Yeah. Right. You know, like all those great body paintings where you're like, you're naked, but you're painted like 
the wall so people can't see you. I think they're often wearing clothes. They're not naked. <laughs> I? Yeah. They're... Oh, you know, the, the, the nudie one. Tom, I just wanted to let you know, at that dinner, everyone could see you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't move for ages. You paint like a load of bricks, just sitting in a chair. You paint, if, you, if you are, isn't the rule, if you're fully painted, it's all right to be naked. <laughs> no. No, I don't think so. Are you sure? Because there's there's a lot of instances where people are. I'm sure, like when they do, when they get like a page three girl and paint them, they're normally wearing a pair of pants as well, aren't they? Yeah, and and you see their boobs, but that's kind of part of it because it's like page three girl. Like they won't put that like. If it wasn't so time consuming, <laughs> I'd paint clothes stuff. every day instead of clothes. But then you'd just be like leaving smeary paint marks everywhere. It'd and be like, I was going to say permanent paint, but that's... And tattoo. also, if it... <laughs> yeah, don't tattoo your entire body. Don't, tattoo clothes. Don't tattoo a body. jumper onto your body. That I'll, would be... I'll never be naked again. Wait, I can tell you what, tattooing on the the the, tra- the trunks, basically, would be the most painful thing in your life, wouldn't it? Oh, that's very true. Tattooing on white. I think as well, isn't it better for women to, be, to have the body painting thing done because they don't have any kind of extra sort of flopping bits... Do you know what I mean? Like, if your if your penis and, and testicles are painted to look like a pair of jeans, it's gonna look like the weirdest <laughs> pair of jeans ever, isn't it? You know, you, you, even if your legs are painted blue, you're even still gonna believe have... I could get away with selling those. Exactly. And they, what they're gonna do? Do the stitching, like the stitching of the of the fly down your down your pipe. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, you've convinced me. That's a phrase. You've convinced me. I won't have my clothes tattooed onto my body. Oh, do you know what, Tom? I thought you were honestly gay. You know what? You convinced me. I'm going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) But the point still stands. You get Vicks Vapor Rub, lots of different food dye, and then you could do a little painting on your chest, couldn't you? You could, yeah, yeah. That's all I was going to (laughs) say. And then you'd paint yourself well? You're welcome. You're welcome. So she said it's a science. She, so, she said it's an art. She said it's not. It's not a science. It's an art. I could right. give you she antibiotics. Said, I could give you antibiotics. Should I, I yes, could, or I could give you an inhaler that would kind of open up your airways and nice. you'd, you'd kind of go for it. Um, Inhalers feel cool. Don't but they? you you might get. Uh, no, they don't feel cool. Do they not? No. Does it not make you feel like a robot then? You're recharging your battery. I tell you what, I was thinking no. this the other day. It makes actually, makes me feel disappointed that I can't walk to the station without getting out of breath. That's that's you know it's cr- it's crap. It's 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 a it's it's a it's a sign. It's showing other people in public that you are weaker than them. But there's something cool about. The Have you ever watched me taking my hair and gone? That's fucking cool. What? Well, no, I'd I'd say I was thinking this the other day though. I used to think it was yeah, that was it. I used to think it was cool because of the Goonies. And I when I was young, I was yeah. like, oh, I wish, I wish I had an inhaler. Why hasn't anyone done like a sweets inhaler? You know, like a push pop, where it's like it's a flavored inhaler. And you just go, and you get like a sugar mist a little, into your mouth. Oh, that's a good Kids idea, actually. crazy for that kind of stuff. They're, they're, I think there is a spray one now. Yeah. There's, a, there's, some, there's some nutty, there's some nutty sweets out there, listeners. Well, sweets with nuts in. <laughs> is that what you're saying? If you're allergic, yeah. don't yeah. eat them. M&M peanuts, uh, fruit and nuts. Do be careful of the All old anaphylactic fruit shop. Fruit nuts not sweet, is it? Chocolate bar and sweets are two different things, aren't they? Probably. <laughs> Thanks for shutting that conversation down. <laughs> I think you're probably right. From the people who brought you the sugared inhaler. <gasps> Weak lungs never tasted so sweet. <laughs> Comes a whole new range of medical themed sweets. Medicine.
sensational. This Valentine's Day, treat yourself to a caramel heart transplant. Jumpstart your day with a sherbet defibrillator. Pick yourself up with a diabetic dilemma, extra strong mentulin. Or how about licorice Alzheimer's? Have you forgotten how good they taste? Happy's MediSweets. Confectionery never hospitated so good. But if medicine isn't your bag... Your colostomy bag! ...and you still want an extreme sugary assault, then why not ask your local sweet vendor for one of our military-themed treats? Forget breath mints, try breath mines. The freshness of a mint combined with all the destructive power of a landmine. They'll blow your head off. Literally. How's that for military tic tactics? Well, why not try rhubarbed wire and custard? Wine guns? Palmer violence. Cola Cuban missile crisis. Storming of the fruit pastilles. And many, many more. Three more. Pappy's military themed sweeties. They're, They're a military taste sensation. With the old sweet inhaler. Oh, you're right, you're right. There's something very exciting about an inhaler. <laughs> what about sweet injections? Also, like that's not how you like use an inhaler. What? Suck <laughs> it in. When you when you were a kid, the two things I used to think were cool as a kid. You've got actually. You you're living the dream. You've got glasses and you've got an inhaler. I used to pretend I had bad <laughs> eyesight because I wanted glasses because my sister had glasses and I was jealous. Have like a little prop. A little prop, a little thing. So is that why you hang around with me? Because I'm your hero. Um, I think when I first met you, I thought there's a guy. He's got an inhaler. He's got glasses. They're he's living cool. the dream. That's yeah, cool. If only he had orthopedic shoes, he'd have the complete set. Yeah, exactly. You're a, two out of three ain't bad. Cheers, man. <laughs> I just think there is something nice about the old action of an inhaler. Like I know, I know what it. I know it signifies like a weakness of asthma, but but I, I don't. don't like, I don't think people see it and go, yeah, that's cool. I don't think. I don't think anyone sees it like. Well, I don't. I never. I never see someone and go like, and using an inhaler and think they're weak. I could probably beat them up. <laughs> but that's only because you're not that type of person. Yeah. Well, no, I do. I you do beat them people, up. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's not because not... I think they're weak. That's because I want their wallet. <laughs> and their inhaler. <laughs> and their inhaler. Yeah. Just <laughs> very jealous of their inhaler. Could you like collect loads of inhalers? Yes. Fire them into like a single room. And have just like one intense session. No, because you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Like it's like all medicine. You can technically, you could probably overdose on that medicine. So you shouldn't. It's not going to cure your asthma. It's not like it, you know, it wouldn't if you went into a room that was entirely like a like it was like a nebulizer. You couldn't. Uh... But if you if you had like constantly, oh, how about this then? You know, like those air fresheners that go off when you come into the room. Yeah. If you set those up with your, yeah. your asthma's your asthma. Uh, yeah, pump, yeah, yeah, pumps. Yeah. Um, and then every every time you go into a room, and when you're in your house, you never get short of breath. No, but no, but you should you should yeah. take right. Here's the thing: you should only <gasps> probably really take it twice a day. Right. Like, and if you're if, if every time you walk into a room, you're taking your inhaler, mm. you, you might be taking it, you know, eight nine times a day. Well, maybe Sweet. you could only go into each room twice. Well, you'd be a prisoner in your <laughs> own room. <laughs> you have to plan <laughs> plan your day. And also, those things don't just. <laughs> Why has anyone ever taken your inhaler and swapped it with helium for a joke? Uh, no, because a helium canister, <laughs> helium canister is about sort of a foot and a half long, and my inhaler is just that big. Get a little wait, one. Wait till first of April. We'll do that. Get a little one and then. Tickets for two, please. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Tickets for two, please. Where am I going? You've just walked Tickets up the hill to a fair. Tickets for two. Nope. Uh, no, that's your catchphrase. Though. Tickets that's for two, everyone. That's, that's what you're always saying. <laughs> well, that's all from me. You've been a great crowd. Tickets for two, everyone. Tickets for two. <laughs> tickets for two. What is tickets for two? I'd never even say tickets for two. I'd say two tickets, please. Tickets for two, please. That's what you're saying. I think that'd be quite confusing. If you went to the cinema and went said and said tickets for two, please. They'd be like, what, Cars 2? What yeah, film? They'd like, <laughs> yeah, unless the film was called Tickets for Two, they'd be very confused. Oh, if the film was called Tickets for Two, it's even more confusing. If the film was called Two... How many tickets? Yeah, exactly. Well, hang on, Tickets for Two isn't a confusing phrase. But Table for two isn't a confusing phrase. Yeah, tickets for two isn't a confusing t- you don't phrase. Say you don't for say tickets for two. Say t- you say table for two. I've got tickets for two. That's what I'd say. If I if yeah, I'm going to say tickets, I've got tickets going, for two, please. I'm going to, what? No, no. They're two different things, right? It's the please, because it's a question. It's I'm like brandishing. I'm saying, right. So you're bra- I walk what into you're the room and I go. Oh. You walk into the room and the, the inhaler goes off. Okay, picture the scene. Bad news, honey. I can't meet your parents this weekend. <laughs> oh no! What have you done to the nebulizer? Anyway, I can't meet your parents this weekend. Shh! I'm going to Paris! But don't worry! Tickets for two, please! <laughs> well, I stand corrected. You really made you really sense of that phrase. Was I jacked by the helium? It would have made more sense. You no, really it painted a scene like to... so much Vicks vapor up on a don't chest. Don't worry, I'm going to Paris. Tickets for two, please. Can I get on the train? Tickets for two, please. Yeah. It's not right. <laughs> no, it's not right. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, ow, ow. Get to the cinema. Tickets for two, please. No. Two tickets, please. Dear listener, two tickets for try the Muppets, it today. Please. Try it today. No, no, don't, don't, because you'll have to. They'll say what, and then you have to go. Sorry, I meant two tickets. Please. Try it today. I was listening to this thing, and this guy said he's an idiot. But oh, never mind. Try it today and email us with your results at pbam.co.uk. No, we don't. We, we don't, don't own Pbam. Oh. We don't have that website. Well, hop to it, guys. Don't go to that website, by the way. Yeah, what is pbam.co.uk? <sighs> really? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Go go and try whatever you're buying tickets for today. If you if there's two of you, try tickets for two. Please. See if it works. Keep it polite. It's another one of our underground catchphrases. Underground is that no one uses them. That's the best kind. What are our? For those of you that are listening, I just clicked. For those of you that aren't listening, do you say? (laughs) (laughs) Those of you that aren't listening, God bless you. (laughs) For those of you that aren't listening, yeah. Don't worry, I, I, I zoned out during the tickets for TV as well. <laughs> Attention people who are listening to this. We are about to make an announcement to all of those people who are not listening to this. If you are listening to this, then the following announcement is not for you. So please do not listen to it. Are you still listening? Then this is not for you. So stop listening, please. If you have stopped listening, then you are no longer listening and you can count yourselves as one of those people who are not listening. This announcement is for you. Unless you just heard that, in which case it was not meant for your ears. It was meant for the ears of those who are not listening to this and therefore cannot hear it. So it's not meant for those ears either. Basically, if you are listening to this, then either you shouldn't be or it's not for you. Thank you for not listening. Tickets for two, please. 
I think that's a nice phrase. It's a jolly phrase. I was at the... Uh, <laughs> I was, uh, I've got... I made a note of this somewhere where uh, it was like 2 o'clock in the morning I was uh, calling at a petrol station. I, you guys were probably in the car. And um, the guy behind the counter said... Uh, his name was Gary. You said his name was Gary or his name was Gary? His name was Gary. Okay. I didn't go in and go, your name's Gary. You've got a bad shoulder. Dr. <laughs> that wouldn't have made any sense. No, 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 it wouldn't. So Although probably jolly exactly catchphrase, the sort of though. stuff he gets at two in the morning. He said, uh, yeah, but that, was, that was his jolly phrase. He said, do you have perchance a nectar card? Oh, that's nice, isn't it's it? It's good, isn't it? He said it wrong, though, didn't he? Do you, do you have, have a nectar card, perchance? Yeah, no, you but could, you can say, you do you have perchance in halfway through? Do you have perchance a nectar card? Do you perchance have, what about, do you perchance have a nectar card? That's nicer, isn't it? Do you perchance have a nectar card? And I said, my name's not perchance. Perchance? Did you? That's a shame. <laughs> do you ever do that thing where you kind of catch yourself off guard by like saying something, like you get on the bus and you just suddenly say like... Tickets for two, please. Well, you, like when you say like hello or, or goodbye at the same, at the wrong point or something, like when you're like did I talk about this? Did leaving I talk about this? somewhere, you go like, hello. Did I, talk, I, did I talk about that when I was hung over the other day and I said hello instead of goodbye? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've talked about Did you say hello and wave goodbye? I said hello in exactly the same way I should have said goodbye. Hello! And left. And everyone was confused. <laughs> that sounds like hello. <laughs> it was really confusing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that. Just hung over. <laughs> Nebulizer. Sounds like a spaceship. The Nebulizer? Yeah. To the Nebulizer. Uh, Another cool reason to... Uh, have asthma. It's yeah. good. Uh, I, I'd imagine in space, you know, the atmosphere non-existent. You need that inhaler. Yeah. You need that nebulizer. Yeah, it's like it'd be like a, the end of a science fiction film where, like, the asthmatic kid actually saves the day because he breathes through his inhaler whilst everyone else dies. Or like, you know, like they need to get to. They can't, that kind of happened, didn't it? In signs, they had that the the kid with the, who had asthma, kind of. And he saves the day because of his inhaler. Well, yeah, well, he doesn't. He doesn't die because he's not breathing in the poisonous fumes because he'd had an asthma attack. That I think. Tom's miming an inhaler here. They call me Asthma Kid. Asthma Kid. <laughs> I'm bullied very badly. <laughs> Come to the bus stop, please. <laughs> Asthma kid. Asthma kid is not a great, not a great nickname. No, no, it's not, is it? The nebulizers are on me. Um, no, asthma kid's not a good word. Well, um, can we get a bit of closure just on the book? Oh the yeah, book? yeah. Oh, let's, yeah, let's get on. a bit of closure on it. What should I do? Take it back. Take it back, man. In person. Yeah. Bold as brass. Yeah. Walk in there and say, what do I say? It's been five years. Exactly. <laughs> There's going to be tears. It's going to be a reunion. <laughs> hug, hug the librarian. Just say, listen, I haven't been here in a long, long time. It's I've been too long, long. I've had to resolve a few things for myself. It's like the prodigal son, isn't it? Yeah, I could make it. That's what I should do. I should wear the same clothes I was wearing five years ago. They will remember, yes. And I'll walk <laughs> in, like, in a daze. Oh, I could fake. I could fake like I'm a time traveller. I could I could go in and go, like, just turn this, got it out yesterday. And I'll go, sorry, sir, you took this out in 2007. And I'll go... Seven years yeah, ago. yesterday. <laughs> and I'll go, yesterday, yeah. 
And they'll go, this is probably no, no, what you... This is 2012. And I'll be like, what? It'd be like, Tom, what? It'd be like, it'd be like Flight of the Navigator, what? only boring. Oh, what, what's happened? What day is this? What's happened? Pick up a newspaper. No! It worked! <laughs> You did it! <laughs> no, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> I've had the jolly catchphrase. It's an illegal. No, it worked. <laughs> I, I did it. I haven't quite worked out my story yet whether I was. This is from the movie. Tickets for two, please, <laughs> for the future. Two tickets for the future, please. That's a different thing. Two tickets for the future, <laughs> I, you could have. Tickets for two, please. Tickets for, the future. for two, please, for the future. Perchance. Perchance. Perchance two tickets. Perchance tickets for two. Please. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're done, aren't we? There's many a fable in my head I do carry. My favourite of all tells the tale of Gary. At Pease Pottage Services, young Gary would toil, manning the pumps and checking the oil, restocking the ginsters whenever he oughter, and charging three pounds for a bottle of water. But Gary was different from most of the staff. He spoke less like a Gary and more like Falstaff. Instead of, which pump mate, he called customers sire and wore fine silk stockings whilst changing attire. Come hither, dear cousin, Gary often would say. I'll regale ye of tales of the wild bean cafe. But they didn't want stories or ballads or sonnets. Cars, not girls' heads, is where they kept their bonnets. Alone he would sit in deepest of thought till one night a lady appeared on the forecourt. My name is Viola, my car's broken down. Perchance might you help me get back into town? Perchance, did ye say? Perchance, my dear lass? Well, what would ye say to a free tank of gas? It was love at first sight for Viola and Gary. A year from that day they were engaged to marry. So be not ashamed of your vocabulary. Just remember the tale of Viola and Gary. Uh, yeah, no, probably. It's not, it's a science. The chesty cough. Yeah, oh yeah, we really have to finish that. So what? what Twenty five minutes on it. What did she say? What? You, what? What? Go on. Let's. <laughs> well, basically, in the end, I had to ask, "Can I, can I have some antibiotics, please?" And she went, "Okay. Um, it, this might help, or it might be that you're, you, you know, you were just coming to your chesty cough anyway." So, kind of made me a bit silly for asking for the medicine. But I took the antibiotics and the chesty cough went away. She was like, well, it might have just been time for it to go away. I was like, well, that's the nature of medicine, I suppose. That's the end of your story. That's what you're working towards. I'm working towards it. I said it as an off, off, off the... Off the you know, cuff. Off the cuff thing. 20 minutes. Can I just say, sorry. It's, Can I, wait, so, I, I, Tom, I'm sure you're going to have things to say as well. Can I just say, Clarky? Yeah. That was brilliant. I loved it. Cheers, man. I'm, I'm moved to tears. I'm moved to tears. That was really good. Can we just tell it again? Can we hear it again, Clark? Start with. Well, I've had this have you cock. got? Have you got 25 minutes? Oh, I've got all the time in the world for you. <laughs> you are a master storyteller. Thanks. So in the end, I took the antibiotics. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Ben Clark's Chesty Cock.
Who died yesterday of a chesty cough. <laughs> <laughs> now you can name your car after him. Pappies, Bangers and Mash, episode 15, was improvised, written and performed by Tom Parry, Jonah the Hamster, Ben Clark, Hamlet the Hamster, and Matthew Crosby, Tussie the Cat. It was produced by Colin Anderson, a little tiny stereo. <laughs> With wings. <laughs> But no heart. <laughs> oh, we have to tell ourselves sometimes, don't we? Uh... <laughs> now, I don't need to tell you that April is Pledge Month. Happy Pledge Month. Happy Pledge Month, everybody. So what we're asking is for every one of our listeners to get just two people, two friends, to listen to Pappy's Bangers and Mash. Basically, just choose your two favourite friends who you think would most enjoy Bangers and Mash, who don't listen to it, and give them the gift of P-Ban. I've chose my two friends, Tom and Matthew. Oh, I think we already listened. It's not really my sense of humour. And being as it is Pledge Month, I'm going to be running the London Marathon uh, on the 22nd of April and I'm really looking for sponsorship. It's for an incredible charity called Fab Kids that help uh, children with physical disability integrate with people of all different abilities and it's a really good cause. So please sponsor me. If you fancy doing that, please go to www.justgiving.com forward slash Tom Parry run run run. Um, and give generously. Thank you very much. Cheers, everyone. Bye!